1: Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience Week 8 Injury Report, Updated Rankings, DraftKings, Ownership, and maybe some updated spreads. Why not, right? and I'll lose some money together with my horrible picks. Uh, If you actually want to take a look and a gander at the old ownership percentages, the best way to do that is to go to fansharesports.com, get yourself a sub, use the promo code PME, and you get yourself a discount. It's one of the biggest tools that you can use to really find some leverage on the field. It's not like, oh, this guy's chalky, don't use him. But hey, maybe this guy right next to him who's just as good and no one is owning, you're going to want to know that information if you're playing a ton of DraftKings lineup as a spot to differentiate yourself a little bit and really get above the field. Chris Meany is back this week. What up? Marvin Jones was that guy last week. Everyone Marvin, used Kenny Galladay. Yeah. Turns out Marvin Jones.
2: Yeah and I wonder if people will just go to Kenny Galladay expecting it to be a Kenny Galladay week this time but Marvin Jones I, I kind of like him. Like he's he's a deep threat guy. He's getting some targets. You can't bank on four touchdowns but it's unbelievable that that guy has done that twice in his career. He joined I think Shannon Sharp and Jerry Rice. Nice. Two pretty good Hall of Fame wide receivers. Good company to yeah, be. In. Yeah.
1: Uh, if people want to get into a draw for 20 DK dollars, easy ways to do so. And I say ways. Multiple ways. Lots of ways. To do this. Number one, smash the like button for the episode as always. Easy. Leave your DraftKings handle in the comment section. Also easy. And tell me who the highest projected owned player in your lineups is going to be. So if you're someone who plays 10 lineups, which player will appear in the most of them? Nice. If you play three lineups, which player will appear in the most? If you only play one. I guess it's everyone. I don't give a fuck about your nine players, but (laughs) if you you were theoretically building more, which one would you have to have in all of those lineups? The other way to do it is leave a review for the audio podcast. The best thing you can do for this show is do this. It takes like 30 seconds. Highly recommend everyone do it because if you leave a five-star review after subscribing to the Pat Mayo Experience audio podcast leaving your DraftKings handle and saying something nice about the show, you're going to draw for 20 DK bucks. Free bucks. Free bucks. The other way, uh, follow me on Instagram at the PME that's really it you just hurt one of the sports photos that come up leave your DraftKings handle in the comment and boom super easy and you're
2: still running that awesome contest too right oh, so yeah. that's basically like a free entry i mean do a. it's like more than a free entry. yeah you get five five extra bucks to yeah. you know have a second lineup
1: yeah <laughs> go put it in a single entry or something yeah. like that play in a five dollars spend like an extra four bucks and play in the slant who knows nice. what you should be doing but yes the pat mayo experience open uh you can find the link in the description of this podcast or video Go play in it, $15, bucks, 3 max, no rake, $45,000 guaranteed. There's no... Amazing. I don't think that people quite understand the no rake part of it. Yeah. How, in like, when you see, like, the back end of the millionaire maker, everything is so top-heavy um, that, you know, it's a $20 entry. I think, like, the min is, like, $30 bucks back. You win $10 yeah. on your $20 entry. It doesn't happen. The yeah. Pat Mayo experience upward. It's flat payout, so, like, everyone inside the top 10 yep. gets a nice payout. You min cash because there's no rake. You get double your money
2: yeah I mean I came I think 250th once and I tripled my money yeah so it was it was great we were talking about on the DFS footballer show with Jake Seeley and Joe Hoka and he was he was amazed with the contest I'm like no Rick, it's the best and he's putting in three entries immediately you should <laughs> yeah
1: yeah, you should. Even I like kinda do well in it. Yeah. At least the past few weeks. I've been having like a nice little run on drafting. Nice. here. Not, nice. I, haven't hit, I didn't have any Marvin Jones or Chase Edmonds.
2: Club. I didn't me neither. I mean, how could you have Chase Edmonds? You had to be playing multiple lineups for that. We all know that Chase Edmonds is a phenomenal running back, and if there was no DJ, we would be all over him as a top five back. And this week I guess that's gonna be the case. Yeah,
1: I guess we'll talk it through about him, Latavius Murray. We have a ton of injuries to get to right now let's start with the one that i think is kind of the biggest because it affects a lot of people because we don't know it is keenan allen mm-hmm. hamstring injury on thursday popped up didn't practice on friday reports have now come out he's a game time decision but if he plays he's going to be limited what do you do with this because i don't know
2: yeah that's tough anytime it pops up midweek late week especially on a thursday a hamstring i mean he got to feel like he's probably trending in the wrong direction. I was kind of interested from him from a DFS standpoint, even though the Chargers have been a mess, just because of the fact that I know what he's capable of. And it's been three really brutal weeks since Melvin Gordon came in. For everybody, really, it's been awful. <laughs> especially Except Jeff. For, yeah, especially Jeff. Um, you know, Hunter Henry's been pretty solid in the three games. I believe he leads the league in targets per game. He's only played three among tight ends. So I still like him regardless. I think he'll probably get a lot of usage. But, I mean, Keenan Allen, from a season-long standpoint... What do you do? Yeah, I... That's tough. I, I Man, I think... It, obviously, it all depends on your context, but I think I would maybe go another way if he was just going to be limited. I think I would play somebody else. But, man, that that whole think player studs thing does kind of come into play here. But he's been brutal for three straight weeks
1: now. I mean, I don't want to say brutal, but he's not getting the targets. not getting the looks. Yeah, well, he's been bad anyway, and now he's hurting. And, now, yeah. and this defense where he plays in the slot, that's actually a spot where you can take advantage of the Bears. The yeah. Bears' defense it's funny losing hicks
2: it's been suspect lately yeah
1: you've been able to run all over them which Mm -hmm. is really strange for the bears defense but it's really trickled into the rest of their like then they now have to overcommit to trying to stop the run it's opened up some soft spots in their defense and like slot and short routes are exactly where you do take advantage it's like oh perfect keenan allen yeah for sure but i don't even know like i guess it's jeremy davis pulls the start here because inman's on ir benjamin's on ir and after Jeremy Bates, I don't even know who they have.
2: Yeah, I don't. I, I think it just means more looks for Williams Austin. and Henry. Yeah, but now their offense and is concentrated. Eckler. That's not good. Right? No, it's not good. And, and you know, it hasn't been good. It's not. This is. I mean, it could be a very, very sloppy football game. I was thinking like a 17-14 game, anyways, like with healthy Keenan Allen or not. I just, I just don't have any faith in either of these teams. You know, offensively, Matt Nagy and and the Bears is a whole other topic and story to get into. I think Williams and, and Hunter Henry. You know, Eckler has, I, th- I believe, 28 targets in the last three games.
1: Maybe that maybe yeah. they end up putting Eckler in the slot. That's yep. a way to get Eckler on the field. You play him and play Gordon them both. at the same time. I like Eckler way more than Me Gordon. too. So maybe that's what I'll do in my rankings. I'll move yeah. Eckler up a bit. Yeah. Keep Melvin Gordon where he is because he stinks. Yeah.
2: And you wonder if they're going to – will they eventually decide – I'm trying to get into Anthony Lynn's head. I just can't. Like, Does he think, okay, when Eckler was here, we were winning football games. We actually have a pretty good record with Gordon away from this team, dating back to last season, the couple games that he missed. Let's go back to Eckler. They went back to him in the second half. They got him back into the football game. He almost scored the touchdown, and then decided to give it to Gordon two times on the one. He fumbles. Game over. They lose. So, But at the same time, Gordon's coming off a game where he had the most carries he's had in three games. Is he going to get
1: a little bit more work? I like Eckler more than Gordon too, from a season long standpoint and a DFS standpoint. Yeah, so Melvin Gordon fifty four hundred dollars on DraftKings so this week. Awkward fifty nine. I'd just play Eckler fifty nine. Me too. I don't know if I would play either, but I have more interest in Eckler than I have in Melvin
2: Gordon. Yeah, and especially in that range. I mean, Derek Henry's in a tough spot. Marlon Mack's been pretty steady, but where, where's the ceiling been with him? And uh, Devontae Freeman is just you know I don't think you want a piece of the Falcons at all. And then. You know, Latavius obviously stands out there. Even if Alvin Kamara plays, I kind of still like Really? Yeah, Mm. because I don't know if we're going to get a full heavy dose of Alvin Kamara. Interested to see if it's going to be Drew Brees. If it's Brees, I'll like Kamara a little bit more. But if it is Teddy Bridgewater... I still think I could see Latavius Murray coming away with 10 carries in this game and getting some goal line work. What's the point of giving Alvin that kind of work? Then workload? what's the point of playing him right. in the first place? But you're not going to need him against Arizona. They're going to run the table. This You, you de- shouldn't. This def- yeah, you shouldn't. The defense has proved, I mean, Teddy Bridgewater hasn't lost a game yet, right? Mm-hmm. And the offense hasn't been amazing. He's done a fine job. Michael Thomas has been great. But the defense has been unreal on the other side against Kyler. They're probably going to be up. 10 points in the third quarter.
1: So here's the Chargers depth chart. So we let's remove Keenan. Let's say he doesn't play. You have yeah. Mike Williams starting on the right side. On the left side, you're either going to get Andre Patton, Jeremy Davis or fantasy footballer's own Jason Moore. <laughs> Ooh, let's play him. Yeah. <laughs> he's taking a break from Sunday. He's going to go play for the Chargers. He's flying in. Maybe the footballers will do a show yeah. in Chicago that morning. Jason can go play in the game later yeah. that afternoon.
2: Extreme value. Just have that guy on your team for just the support that he's going to bring it. And, you know, you get a W, you're loving it. So, I mean, I'm not playing any of those guys, <laughs> to be honest. There's no chance. Uh, I, I I will
1: have some Eckler shares, though. I think it's good for him. Get ready to enter the ring. DraftKings and Showtime Boxing have partnered to bring you closer to the action than ever before. Introducing the Showtime Boxing Pick'em Game. For every 2019 Showdown Boxing event, you can come out swinging. Each fight card is the opportunity to duke it out for your share of $5,000 and a Showtime Boxing swag bag. Head to www.draftkings.com to play against this Saturday's main event featuring Erickson Lubin versus Nathaniel Golomore in a 10-round super welterweight bout. The next one before we'll stick with wide receivers here, Devontae Adams doubtful now for the Sunday night game. It was already problematic. I just traded for him too. Gary and traded him to me. Yeah, I mean... I'm, I'm. I guess it's okay. Yeah, you're listen, looking ahead. In as future. long as he ends up coming back healthy, exactly. I don't really give a shit if he plays this week or it's not. Probably the last game he misses. Good. Oh, I also have Sammy Watkins, who is now ruled to be in. Yeah. So I had the, I had Watkins on the bench. I had the spot. David. So I just uh, swapped yeah. him. Not that I'm super confident in Sammy Watkins. But yeah. Sure. I need to run someone out there, kind of thing. Yeah. Any Packers receivers you want to play? Now you playing the Lazard Queen.
2: No, I, I avoided him last week. Maybe I'll go back to him potentially. It, it was amazing what Rodgers was able to do with that receiver core last week. I mean, a little bit on Oakland, but six touchdowns, five passing. MVS had, what, three catches? And the one at the end, he took to the house, so he really wasn't involved. I guess if there was one guy who would play, it's Geronimo. But everything just runs through the running backs. I mean, yeah. Both of them. They're and both catching passes for touchdowns, and they're both getting carries.
1: And when you look at how the Chiefs set up for DVOA, they're actually kind of good against the pass and yeah. really horrendous against the run. Although they were able to shut down Denver yeah. on Thursday night. So on the Kansas City side of the ball, no Mahomes. Mm-hmm. Watkins will be back. We also have Frank Clark is going to miss the game with a groin injury. And Chris Jones is going to miss the game with a groin injury. So you're missing a defensive tackle. You're missing a defensive end. And Kendall Fuller, thanks, the corner, thanks. isn't also not going to play in this yeah. game.
2: I'm surprised that line has moved towards the Chiefs. Like, it was four and a half, and now it's, I believe it's three and a half before I came here.
1: Yeah, I think it might end up going back. It might just go back oh, the other way. Yeah, I, I picked the Chiefs on the show. This is just yeah. a classic. 100% of the world is betting on the Packers, so just take the Chiefs. Sure. What do you make of the Chiefs' offense with Matt Moore?
2: I think it'll be okay. I, obviously, it's not going to be that explosive, but you saw Tyree Kill immediately. People were complaining about Tyree Kill when Mahomes left that game, and then all of a sudden, it took one catch for him to find the end zone. I mean, that's that's and, what he has. And
1: also, Tyree Hill, his I think he had seventy six yards. I believe that's the most he's ever had against the Broncos. Like he just sucks against the Broncos, mainly.
2: Yeah, he does, which was interesting. But I, I got a lot of faith in Andy Reid. He's one of the best play callers in the game. And Matt Moore has been in this situation before, where he's been okay. I mean, he had decent games as a Dolphin, thrown to hook. made the playoffs as right. a Dolphin. Then he yeah, got and then he out. did he ever get? But knocked he didn't because he came back in the yeah, game. Yeah, <laughs> man, that that was against Steelers, right? Yeah, that crushed. Um,
1: Steelers love beating the Dolphins in round one if the Dolphins <laughs> ever make the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I think it was Baltimore that other year with Chad Pennington. Yeah, you're just throwing I think like right. loops, and Ed Reed just kept coming in and picking yeah. it off. I,
2: I didn't like Moore's confidence after the game. They asked him. I, I think the, one of the reporters asked him, you know, going forward, how is this going to be? He's like, "Well, we'll see." <laughs> it's like, okay, fine. You're being honest. It's fair. But he's just he's surrounded by weapons. A great play call. Or you mentioned Sammy Watkins coming the, in. I'm not the, confident the extended, in Sammy.
1: The extended week, too, though, like that's it's huge. That is huge for Matt Moore and Absolutely. Andy Reid. So at least for the first quarter and a bit, they can script enough plays. Yeah. Fisher's going to be back on the offensive line, too. You can run a lot. Yeah. On And I, now this game isn't on the DraftKings main slate, but like mm-hmm. you don't want to play Damian Williams or Daryl Williams. but Shady might be all right here. I think
2: so, too. I think this is great news for LaShawn McCoy. Not just the offensive line, but actually Matt Moore coming in. Maybe they're just going to lean on the run a little bit. Damian is... I, he's, he's I can done, see him right?
1: getting back involved.
2: He could get back involved through through the through the air, but he, he shouldn't be getting any carries. He doesn't deserve to get any carries, even when more you know stepped in under center. Was there a play three three straight times in a row they gave to Damian and he got stuffed every time? I was wondering why they didn't give it to Shady there. I would say Shady gets about 15 carries in this game, and that does excite me. I still think the offense will be okay. It'll be
1: fine. This really feels like a shockingly low-scoring game. I don't know, yeah. wh- I don't know why I get the vibes from that after the just the Packers coming off, scoring so many points. Mm-hmm. Their best player, their second-best player. Rodgers is their best player. Right. Their second-best offensive weapon still out. Still out. Can you patch it together again two weeks in a row with that sort of success? Right. And they want to run. Yeah, they want to run.
2: They want to run, and they're going to want to run a little bit more against KC, even w- without Mahomes because of what you mentioned. Like, the run defense has just been – it's been so bad. And you wonder why Denver didn't do a little bit more of that. I mean, they had a great game defensively getting after Joe Flacco, who's just looked awful. But other teams that go up against them, like Marlon Mack, had 30-plus touches when they played. They, they had beautiful game plan against the the Chiefs with, with Mahomes. So I think that they'll just use both backs. You
1: know, I, I think you – like, would you rather play – like, obviously you're playing Aaron Jones. Would you rather play Shady or Jamal Williams? <sighs> That's a good question. I think
2: I'd rather play Shady by, because by, I think by he's a gonna, pinch, though, Yeah, but it's close. Yeah, you could. I think Jamal Williams is a is a flex play. He's viable. Yeah, maybe even going forward. But I think this
1: week for sure, uh, Oakland and Houston. Tyrell the Gazelle Williams appears yeah. as if he shall return. Does he still have a touchdown every game? He does have a touchdown every game that he's played. Yeah, he's only played game four games. Played, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Zay Jones is going to be active for this one too. So sorry, C dos Run. You can yeah. run your way to the bench. Yeah, yeah. Not going to be good. Josh Jacobs also hurt with this shoulder problem, hasn't practiced all week, but both he and Gruden have called him a game-time decision, yet said he's probably going to play.
2: Yeah, I think the – I don't know if the exact quote, but it's pretty close. He had said – Jacob said is like, my shoulder would have to be broken or fractured to not play in this football game. And we've seen that past couple of weeks. He hasn't been a football participant in practice, but he's played. And I think it's been Oakland's last two games. He's come out of the game at times – and come back in and still, you know, turned out over hundred yards on the ground. So he's
1: he's basically Brian Westbrook, yeah, man. Yeah, he
2: looks he runs so hard. I love the way he runs. He's starting to catch a few more balls. Maybe that was because of Tyrell being out. There's they're limited really in the passing game. But him and Waller have been pretty consistent in just terms of volume and opportunity all year.
1: I I like him a bit less than I normally would this week. He's still an obvious start. Yeah. But, like, trying to target him on DraftKings maybe one thing. The touchdowns really haven't been there for him. It's been a lot of yardage. Houston top 10 run defense. You can really kind of pass all over them. Yeah. Just like you can pass all over the Raiders. Two surprisingly good run defenses. Two matchups this week, really. Like, you're seeing very defenses that do very similar things well go up against each other so you have two really good run defenses in oakland and houston you have two really good run defenses in tampa and tennessee playing each other and then two really good pass defenses in carolina and san francisco going up against each other so if you're going to try to like draw up a game script for these games like you have to think pass 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 in the first two despite the fact that's not how those teams want to play right but san francisco carolina i can just see that being a fast Short game with a lot of running.
2: Yeah, it could be. We've yet to see Jimmy Garoppolo kind of be tested. He hasn't had to throw, right? He really hasn't. And Kyle Allen on the other side hasn't made any mistakes. I think he's seven touchdowns, zero picks. Hasn't lost a football game yet. Lo- loves to fumble. <laughs> Does like to fumble. <laughs> Minchu also another guy, you know, hasn't made too many mistakes throwing the football, but has fumbled a little bit. This is an intriguing game. I like Carolina. I, I like think, Carolina, I too. think that they could straight up win this game. I'm going to take a shot at them. Plus, I see that plus
1: two of five money line. That's something I'm I'm going to get involved with this week I'm now. not as, I mean, I like Carolina to cover the five and a half. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I would bite on the money line. I mean,
2: I got a lot of respect for San Fran. I don't take too much of what happened last week. That was a, a, a crazy game with so much rain. It was only nine nothing win, but they're gonna lose at some point. They are going to lose at some point. You wonder when, they, like last week was the one, right? You, you win that big game against division rivals and the Rams, and then all of a sudden you go across the country, play that early game in Washington to lose. But I, I like what Carolina's been doing. I like the defense. And again, I think they're going to have to throw in. The best player on the field is CMC.
1: This is true. And when we get to the DraftKings ownership a little bit later on, there's usually a rule with DraftKings where just pick Christian McCaffrey and yeah. figure the rest out. People aren't doing that this week.
2: Is it because of the $9,200 or is it the 49ers? Both. Of, yeah, I, I of think both.
1: he's really expensive and he has what is perceived to be a very bad matchup, but the place where you can get to San Francisco, at least so far this year, which yeah. know, they've been a really good defense. Short passes, yeah. low A dot plays, which is great for all of their receivers because those are the routes that they run. Absolutely. And you can run on them. Yeah. Adrian Peterson just ran on them.
2: Yeah, he did. He had a really game. You don't think really McCaffrey can? Oh, McCaffrey can. And even if he does have um, a mediocre game on the ground like he did against Tampa twice... It's just his involvement through the air, right? He had a receiving touchdown the last time he played the Bucs. Yeah,
1: I mean, when they played in London before the bye, it's like, oh, yeah, he, like, I think he had like 22 rushing yards. Yeah. I think he ended up with like 140 total yards and Ex- a touchdown.
2: Exactly. Everything goes through him. He's and so safe. So, yeah, for sure. If people are going to be uh, yeah, all the better, he comes off the bye, the price is up, the, the matchup people are afraid of, we're going to get McCaffrey at
1: single digits, maybe? maybe? Are you kidding me? Pfft, I'm going to be all over that. But Barkley is actually projected to be even lower-owned.
2: Yeah, and I, I was confused to hear that. You know, doing the DFS show with Jake, he was he was talking projections, too. And-
1: Fournette, man, everyone's in on Fournette. I don't think Fournette's a great play this week. The Jets have a good rundy as well, and the Jags have a terrible rundy. Bell is a better play, I think. Th-
2: yeah, I like Bell a lot. I mean, Bell's coming off his best game in terms of just yardage. Like, it was his first game where he was actually efficient, and it was against the Patriots. So I expect the Jets' offense to bounce back a little bit. It's not going to be that bad. I mean, I, he scored zero points. I had them as my super lock this week. And it's it's, it's now 7.5. It's 7.5 I think it's 7.5. Yeah. It may be 7. It was 5.5. It was
1: 6.5 this morning when I saw it. I'll check it was, on that right now. Check
2: on it. Uh, I
1: that's nuts.
2: I did another another show at the Athletic with Bella and I. We just do it on Friday and just kind of recapping some line movement stuff. It's a quick version of of a pick show. And it was I was on the Jets as well. Five and a half is where I had saw it when we did the show on Wednesday. And then I saw seven. Six and a half, Six, right six right and, and a half. Work. I think some spots you can get seven, man.
1: That's crazy. Yeah, so that
2: makes me like them even more. I think that they keep this game close. No Jalen Ramsey. You can pass on them.
1: No no uh Marcel Darius placed on IR today. That's huge too.
2: So that's an interesting one.
1: Block Calais Campbell. Yeah. And you're fine. Yeah. Then ghosts also don't travel well. (laughs) <laughs> so probably not that big of a deal for super bowl sam this week
2: oh that was but awesome it,
1: but like the way that i kind of laid it out on the pick show to jeff and tim was like if this if let's say the patriots game never happened mm-hmm. let's say this game was last week oh my goodness what would be the spread in this game a pick'em?
2: yeah three so you're getting a free for, touchdown for sure absolutely that's a great call great point they on you know it was prime primetime but it was a there was two games i think four o'clock afternoon and darnold lit up the cowboys and everybody was in on the Jets' offense being great. And Tim said the rest of the way, they're, the, you get by this, the Patriots, they're winning the rest of the way. But, yeah, I'm in on the offense to turn around a little bit. And Leonard Fournette is interesting. But the thing is, all year, they just Jacksonville has struggled inside the red yeah, zone. Yeah, they suck. They, they can't score. They can't score. No, they can't at all. They've, they've turned it over inside the red zone. They've settled for field goals. I think Fournette has one touchdown. He leads the league in touches, but he just has one touchdown, or carries rather.
1: Uh, Chris Herndon returned to practice, but it doesn't look like he's going to play again. Jamison Crowder does look like he's going to play in this yeah. game. I like Robbie Anderson. I like Robbie too. He's, I-, he's... I have a bet with Sealy this week on Robbie Anderson that what he's gonna have a good game. Yeah, I don't remember what it was. Yeah. It was Robbie Anderson versus someone. <laughs> I, I just I ranked him inside my top twenty. Yeah. It's just like it only takes one.
2: Yeah, it only takes one. It only takes one. And what is it, sixteen targets, I believe, in two games, the last two games with Sam Darnold? He's the deep threat guy. He's the he's the guy on the team with the highest A dot. I like him a lot too. And it's I'm surprised to hear that with Jake because Jake liked him one game against the Eagles when it was when Darnold wasn't playing. It was Luke Falk. Like I was like, why do you like him? Well, Eagles secondary sucks. Like well Darnold's back now. The offense is gonna be better. But Barkley, at a low ownership too, back to him.
1: Do you think you could construct a team that has Barkley and McCaffrey in it? I yeah, mean, but you, you would have to. You can. You can. You would have to.
2: It gives you. You can go John U. Smith tight end, potentially.
1: Oh, we'll get to tight end value. You have, have se- to spend down at the other pieces, obviously. You, you do. If you take those two guys, you have 4,600 left.
2: Yeah. You so, can do it. It's, it's not optimal, No, it it's, that way. It's not, but you could spend down at tight end. You can spend down on. Right, well, let's spend. On, let's, on, spend on... let's
1: spend down on a tight end.
2: Okay, put in. Put in Smith.
1: Smith or Cameron Bright. I like Smith, but right, so both. I'll whatever. say John Johnu Smith with Delaney Walker out. Yeah, he's twenty eight hundred dollars. Let's get a defense in there too. I've been liking Tampa's D. Yeah, I like Tampa's D too. Actually, you know what How you, about you, Chargers you, D? Yeah, Chargers twenty three hundred. Like the the cheap D because we we need to save money. You need to D. yeah. So the Bucks are twenty five. Panthers are 24, the Chargers are 23, Giants 22, Broncos 21. Browns D at $2,000 against Brady. I don't hate it. Both Grady Williams and Denzel Ward back. We've seen Brady be bad against a lot of pressure, and the Browns still generate a ton of pressure. They do. Yeah,
2: I could see Brady. That's probably too risky? It is a little risky. I don't know if they'll give you negative points, but we've talked about this a couple times. I had success in your contest playing the Jets at what was it, 1,500? They got me one point. It's I just played, what you can do with the rest of the I played lineup. the
1: Colts last week for 2,000 bucks. They scored nine points yeah. more than I enough. played Washington. They had like six or seven. I was loving that too. Yeah, so... Uh, like I, the, you know, what, if you go what, break, what, you, what about the Raiders at 1,500 against the Texans? Watson will get sacked. I know it's the highest projected point. Yeah. Of I, I would feel more comfortable with,
2: like... I like the... Because you, you, Tampa's the play, I think. You fade the chalk in, in fade Tannehill. The, and, Maybe you go Brait, and then you... Yeah, it's tough. I mean, so, some of the wide oats that I do like. I do like a Davis in that game.
1: Let's go Chargers. Okay,
2: let's go Chargers, Chargers. at
1: 23 against no offensive line Chicago and Trubisky. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So now we're back up to 5,300 per player. Yeah. So do we have a value? Like, that's basically what if we put in Ty Johnson. Do we, do in, we like Ty Johnson this week? I think
2: so. You he's give gonna be him. The, he's going to be the highest owned. Guy. Yeah, he will be. He will be highly owned. I like Stafford a lot. I think the just because I, carry on is out. No, I think he's going he to drop back and throw the football a ton with Carryon gone now. Like they weren't giving Carryon a ton of carries anyways. I can't imagine Ty Johnson and J D McKissick are going to combine for much more than fifteen carries.
1: Guess who the highest projected owned quarterback Stafford.
2: is? Stafford. Stafford. I know. and it, pisses me off because I actually do like him. He's been taking shots. He looks like the Stafford of old. He's been taking shots downfield. I think he's got the second highest dot in the league. And it's a good matchup against the Giants. And carry-on is gone now because... What are they going to do with Ty? Are they going to? He's not the type of back to give him 15 carries.
1: Teddy McKissick isn't that guy either. I don't know if he is or if he isn't, but I I think that the floor for him this week is 15 touches.
2: Same and that at that price, what is he? Forty $4, one hundred dollars. Forty nine hundred. Is he forty nine? Yeah, he's forty nine. Against the Giants that's last good. week, he had 10 carries and four catches. He caught all four of his balls. He's he's decent after the catch too it, it, you know like there's a reason
1: that he is going to be the highest owned guy he's cheap and he's going to get touches That's exactly what you're looking
2: for. yeah for sure so if you plug him in then you have a little you plug him into what flex and then you have a little bit more money to spend on the wideouts. outs. you can probably have three wideouts outs in around the the mid five range
1: well let's try this let's go johnson because i think he is like unless something really well what's Edmonds? Edmonds is up in the he's out he's higher yeah he? he's closer to six 6,200 yeah. bucks. So Latavius is cheaper than him. Yeah. So, I mean, th- th- and this is just to talk about a McCaffrey-Barkery. Sure. If you're going to try to do it, how does your team end up looking? And you could go with, I'm going to take out Jonu Smith. Yeah, put him in Brate. And I'm going to put him in Braid. You got a little Kenny Stills to pay the bills. You can match him with Deshaun Watson probably with that well, I was going to say, I was going to play saying. Jameis. I like
2: Stills. I, I like Corey Davis. I know J- he's going to be shocked. Jameis
1: at 59. How about this? Jameis at 59. Yep. Braid godwin can i afford god godwin Godwin 71 and that leaves uh a.j brown who's cheaper than uh nice you can get godwin in there too i mean let's see what do i have left i have forty nine hundred dollars left i could have kenny stills oh man i could have robbie robbie anderson there you go
2: i like that lineup a lot
1: i just (laughs) it's a it's a weird lineup you know what I mean?
2: Yeah, it is a weird lineup, and some of those guys are certainly trendy. Uh, actually, you didn't put in Stills, right? You put in Robbie. Over. I put in Robbie. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I like that. And you still, you still got Godwin. Like, you got I the got the Tampa a,
1: stack going against the grain. I got the Tampa stack. I'm bringing it back with AJ Brown. Yeah, I have Berkeley and McCaffrey. Yeah, yeah. Who knows? For sure, this isn't how I would go about constructing my lineup, but I think it is possible. It's intriguing to have a lineup that you look at, you are like, "That's
2: not awful." No, it's not. I mean, you have the two best backs in the slate. Let's be honest; those are the two best running backs in the slate. Dalvin Cook played last night, so and it gives you no Zeke.
1: what I really like about this is with Robbie Anderson and AJ Brown are two like zero potential guys, but they're big play guys. Like we talked about, Robbie, it's one big play. Yeah. AJ Brown's after the catch prowess, and if this like this lineup that I'm telling myself right now, it follows a script. Barkley's great. Play him. Yeah. Uh, McCaffrey's great. Play him. In that Giants Lions game, I just want running back and forth. So you have Johnson, you have Berkeley. Yeah. Hopefully they're the ones that score all the points. In that Tampa game, I need Tampa to come out chucking. Yeah, you do. And to score some touchdowns. If that's the case, then AJ Brown should get a bunch of targets.
2: Yeah, he should. Absolutely. And that's what you got to do when you're playing DFS and you put together your lineups. I think you went through it perfectly. You gotta paint a script in your in your head of how you think these games are gonna go. And yeah, if if Tampa does come out flying, then on the other way. And I know Ryan Tannehill and Tannehill and Corey Davis is never a good chuck. but I don't like it I don't like it either but to your point with with putting in Brown is that unlike Marcus Mariota Tannehill is not afraid to throw the football to these guys. Like, he's fighting for a job. He's going to use both of his weapons. Those Both of those guys are pretty good. And Derrick Henry, I think, is going to have a bad day. So I think you're going to be able to – that's a sneaky game where I think there's going to be some points scored. To your point.
1: Completely agree. Two good rundies. Two good Just rundies. And two bad pasties. Real bad.
2: I mean, Tampa's allowing over 300 yards per game. Passing yards is the most in the NFL. So And you can't – Tennessee's run defense, I have a lot of respect for. it. Besides, Tampa can't run the ball anyway. So it doesn't matter with any of those backs. So – yeah, that's a, That's an intriguing line. line Who's your up, defense
1: again? Uh, Chargers. Chargers. Yeah. I could go lower.
2: You could go lower, but I think it's a good play too. But I, like,
1: you don't need to use A.J. Brown there. Let's say, like, here. There's other options. If you can Drew Brees plays, those. I like Ted Ginn a lot. Yeah. He's someone sure. you could use. He's like 3,700. Hum- Adam Humphries in that same game is like 3,500. Revenge game. Yeah,
2: I forgot about that.
1: I mean, what, they, what if Tennessee really wants to win this game, they should put Adam Humphreys on defense and Jameis will just throw to him. Like, hey, Adam! Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine? You, I, would, I wouldn't put it past Jameis.
2: <laughs> yeah, Jameis coming off the, off that awful game... But the thing that I like about him is, yeah, he's a brutal real life quarterback. It's just in fantasy. I don't care about any of that. And he seems Someone, to just get overlooked. I've got get multiple overlooked.
1: questions this week about, like, should I drop Jameis for X? Like, Jameis just scored 20 plus points in a game where he had six turnovers. <laughs> like, what, like,
2: I know. What, what are we doing here? This it's, guy is
1: made for fantasy football. Because his turnovers entice the other team to score points, and then he just has to come back and throw. They're never going to run the ball.
2: Two solid weapons. And I feel like Cameron Braid has, even not doing much this year, probably close to 15 to 20 touchdowns. In the last four years with Jameis, when I mean, it's get inside the red zone, I mean that's kind of the guy that he he looks to every single time. So yeah, that's an interesting game to attack. And the Detroit one should be a popular one, but I think there'll be some points there too.
1: The most popular one is going to be Texans Raiders. Yeah, that's the one that I think you. Should, if you're, and just, I'm not even
2: really interested in anybody in Oakland.
1: Oh, I love I I I think you, I think you could go Carr Tyrell Waller if you wanted to. If you want the cheap end of the stack, and is bring- it just because they're going to be playing catch up the whole time? I just think there's both deep pass defenses are bad, yeah. and this one's projected for like 52 points. I mean, optimally, yeah, the very clear stack of the week is Watson, Hopkins, Hopkins Stills. And Stills, but you I mean, could QT get QT re- involved. I don't think so. I wouldn't want to use QT in this spot. I think if I wasn't going to use Stills, I'd use Fells.
2: Yeah, I just need the one touchdown. We've seen it before, and then like the bring it back position. with like
1: Jacobs at that point or something. Yeah. Yeah, it's a strategy you can take. There's a couple tight ends that you can punt. He's one of them. let's talk about the tight ends just for a second here. Here are the guys that are projected out at tight end. It's a long list. Jared Cook out. Good. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, in that same lineup, you could use Josh Hill if you wanted to.
2: Do you like him more with Breeze? I kind of like him more with Breeze. I
1: I like him either way. How much is he? He's probably in that range too, high twos. I would use him. He's 3,200, so I can't quite afford him in that lineup Mm. because he's... Two hundred more. more than I thought he would be. 3,200 not a lot. I know, but, you know, Jonu Smith. I mean, if you it's really. 28. and Brains. We knew that
2: Delaney Walker wasn't going to play for a long time.
1: I didn't know. Yeah. Well, he's a, handsome. Yeah, he like, veterans it. days yeah, off. Yeah, fair, you know? fair. So, Cook is out. So, everyone's going to play Josh. And uh, everyone won't play Josh Hill. But right. Josh Hill be somewhat popular against Arizona. So, that definitely means Tarzan Dan Arnold. is <laughs> definitely catching a touchdown. Maybe I'll make that one of my bets. Dan Arnold first, first touchdown. First touchdown? Yeah. That's going to pay it probably only pays like 30 to one or something you should pay like 300 to <laughs> absolutely one. it should delaney walker out so johnny smith is viable yeah noah fant is expected to play this week uh should see more of a target here although the guy can't catch you can't
2: catch at all but without sanders around yeah sutton's gonna get a ton of looks maybe Deshaun.
1: Uh, oj howard is out chris herndon probably out and jack doyle popped up on the injury report today with a groin injury. If you pop up on a Friday with a groin injury, you're probably not going to play. So I I liked Ebron anyway this week. Uh, It seems like Paris Cambu shall return. That probably hurts Zach Pascal a lot. But if Ebron's just going to be on the field the entire time, why not?
2: For sure. He scores touchdowns. And yeah, he's regressed. He only has three. But I think he's... He's only 3,400. He had a nice catch in the end zone last week. I, I think... He may be third in the league in touchdowns, despite only, you know, it's been a weird year for for tight ends, right?
1: In that lineup, if you really wanted to save the money, instead of using Ty Johnson in the flex spot, let's say you don't even use Bray. Let's say Bray's too chalky. I don't think he's any good, uh, but you like Hill and you like Ebron. Mm -hmm. So you can play Hill and Ebron, tight end or even darren fells is down in that range as well yeah you play those two guys as your tight end end flex then you can actually like legit pay up for other good players yeah
2: you could upgrade over what robbie or stills and then or
1: upgrade your defense if you wanted to upgrade your defense you you could play watson and hopkins if you wanted to
2: yeah yeah i mean i i don't hate it i i like smith's price i think he's gonna be involved and josh hill is actually pretty interesting he,
1: he played 78 percent of the snaps last week
2: yeah yeah he's been involved in that offense for quite some time now he's just kind of been buried behind guys
1: but no cook no cook against Arizona, <laughs> giving up a touchdown every game to yeah we take. all
2: just forgetting that Yeah, but red ellison scored the touchdown Yeah, red last ellison week. yeah bummed everybody ingram's interesting too because of that but yeah no they've the copycat league man
1: yeah it really is uh more wide receiver injuries for the cardinals we have chris kirk game time decision david johnson game time decision If david johnson is active for this game what are we thinking five touchdowns <laughs> just to fuck you fuck you everybody oh man that would I love be hilarious it. i listen i lost money like i didn't play Edmonds or dj last week so yeah. i don't really care yeah but like the amount of whining that went on those was, guys was must,
2: bothersome must not have played dfs basketball before <laughs> right that's what it reminded me of like I wasn't triggered at all I wasn't bothered I had no Chase Edmonds I had a lineup with DJ it is what it is like the coach made the right decision like clearly like, yeah let's get all over him about this it's he doesn't need to tell anybody if if the if the NFL wants to go the same route as the NBA and and put DraftKings on their field and you know what I mean and give the actives and inactives hey, are, like the they NBA are has official done
1: partners with DraftKings the NFL
2: Yeah, but the NBA has really made it like, hey, we want to run fantasy here we want to have people involved with fantasy
1: i i think the big difference is they want people to be involved in fantasy they want people to bet on basketball and the hardest thing to do with betting on basketball is you don't know who's playing until after the game starts therefore no one actually wants to bet on it yeah it doesn't matter with the nfl people are betting, people on, are betting on, the the on regardless <laughs> you're yeah. playing DraftKings. people For are betting sure. on the nfl yeah and it'll sit sit at home being triggered the entire yeah. time
2: i saw a lot of people freaking out about that but again i made mean, the right decision chase edmonds and today and i don't think dj's gonna play and if he's active i'm Obviously, not going to touch him. I would still play Chase Edmonds, but how they, high? How high is too high for Edmonds in the rankings? Oh, I mean, the Saints' defense is still pretty solid, especially their rundy I, I would say maybe ten, a
1: top ten back. If okay, let's say Kamara sits. Kamara sits and DJ sit. Would you rather play Murray or Edmonds? Cause I'd rather play Murray.
2: I would rather play Murray too, because I know that the saints are going to, they're going to win this football game. And they're going you know gonna, that I Dude, do. What know are you that. from the future? I meeting? know it, man. I know it. Um, They're going to win the football game and still probably lean on Latavius. So I just, you know, a better chance of scoring some points, but they're both solid. They're both great plays. I would have them like probably side by side. in fact, in my rankings, they are very, very similar they They signed Alfred Moritz and Zach Zenner this week just to take practice reps, and to me, that makes me think that they're going to give Chase Edmonds another like thirty opportunities
1: yeah i I, I listen if d j is out, then yes, it's going to be all Chase Edmonds if he's in. I have no idea really right. what to do, but i have let's see here where do I have him ranked? I move Chase Edmonds I have him one spot behind Austin Ackler, yeah. So And I have Latavius Murray above Chris Carson and Josh Jacobs. So he's inside my top 10. Edmonds is like 14. Yeah.
2: Yeah, so you really like him. I mean, Chris Carson is is solid. He deserves to be in the top 10, too.
1: I mean, just because of his involvement. Atlanta also pretty good against running backs on the ground.
2: Yeah, they were good last week against Gurley.
1: They've been good every week against running backs. Is it because everyone's throwing on them? Like, are they good? Are they actually good against running backs? They they limit running backs, like, yards per carry-wise. Yeah. To basically nothing, they don't give up a ton of touchdowns on the ground. Just it's so easy. Yeah, Everybody they basically just... don't play pass defense. So why, why do you even bother?
2: Right. So it'll be interesting to see if if Matt Ryan doesn't play and and they really just are br- they they look completely checked out. Like watching that game last week. Wouldn't you be? Absolutely, I would be. It looked like they quit on Dan Quinn, which is yeah. I mean, Dan Quinn needs to go. We've been saying that for weeks. So if they are completely out of the game, it'll be interesting to see what kind of you know. Numbers Chris Carson could put out because he's touching the ball 20 times every week.
1: He is. I just need him to get more involved in the passing game this week in particular. He might not. might not. So that's why I bumped him down just a little. He's obviously a start. Yeah. But you don't want to quibble about, do I play Chris Carson or should I pick up Peyton Barber and play him? It's like, (laughs) no, No. don't do that. Yeah.
2: I like Gurley this week. I
1: don't. If he can't get it done
2: against maybe the worst run defense in NFL history.
1: I mean, I do I have him number six in the rankings. Yeah. I don't I'm not going out of my way to play Gurley.
2: Yeah, I, and I feel like a lot of people are thinking that. A lot of people are looking at that price tag. He's seventy, four hundred dollars on DK. No thanks. I'm either gonna go up to to Fournette, who's getting the touches, really spend up, or go down to a guy like actually Carson maybe more than him this week. I know Carson is is his his price has jumped up. Or go down to Bell or go down to some of these other cheap guys. I I think Gurley will have a very low ownership against a Bengals team that has given up over
1: 500 rushing yards in their last three football games. Interesting about the Bengals defense quarterbacks have run for at least 30 yards against them in four straight games. Yeah. Goth over prop. Uh, well, I, I don't know what it is. Probably I, pretty low. It's probably it's like, like five, five and, two, and a half I yards I was going to say something. like 12,
2: 12, 15. I can look that up right now for you. It, it's like. crazy. This Bengals team, they're, they're missing so many guys defensively. Their offensive line is bad. Andy Dalton led their team in rushing yards last week. Over 50% of their runs have gone for two yards or fewer. <laughs> 50%. Mixon and Bernard combined for two rushing yards last week. So it has just been so awful. I expect the Rams to roll and I just wonder if will this be a game where they lean on Gurley and or just and, use Henderson or just use Henderson but I think Gurley will I think he's going to have a good game I think he's going to find the end zone and this this would be the week to use him and then you know again if he can't have success against this Bengals team then I'm I'm actually pretty worried about him from a from a fantasy standpoint I think he's just going to be really touchdown dependent
1: they don't have props out yet yeah yeah, they're, they're not rushing for that prop. No, so. just all the individual props. I, yeah. they're, they're not, they probably won't get posted until Saturday afternoon. I did make two bets today, though. You want to hear them? Yeah, I do. Seven to one. Mayor Pete Buttigieg <laughs> to win the Democratic nomination, and then Buttigieg 16 to one to win the presidency. Okay. I just i have been tracking the polling. Fair enough. I, I have no dog I know, in the race. I, yeah, I know. I don't even live in a, I, I can't vote. Yeah. But I, I do enjoy yeah. to track the polling. Yeah. If people ever wonder what I did in college, it was polling for yeah u.s elections yeah i remember despite you, being in
2: canada you had some right around the time trump was named president you had some some shows i think oh yeah we we
1: went over the primaries we hit a huge one bernie sanders to win the michigan primary over hillary we hit it like 27 to 1 wow because it, it fell in the margin of error of the poll yeah sure i was like i wouldn't vote for bernie i wouldn't vote for hillary but i guess yeah. people are voting yeah. for for bernie here with uh Buttigieg is, he's, Basically, just like he's essentially a centrist, like Biden is. But it seems like people are now more and more convinced that Biden is like too old and like too crazy <laughs> to do anything. So a lot of his support is going towards like Buttigieg is the very logical person yeah. for everything to go to. So if I think it's seven to one, it should be shorter. Yeah, okay. like it's still a long shot bet. It's seven to one, but I'd probably cap it at like four to one right now. And he's piggyback off you there. Well, I saw I saw the <laughs> South Carolina polling earlier. He's up to third in polling. He's pulling third in a. Uh, in Iowa right now for the first caucus. So it's interesting to see. All right. And then you have a gay military veteran going up against Trump if he wins, which would just make for pure fireworks. Pure fireworks. It'd be pretty good. Yeah, (laughs) I'm here for that. Yeah, that's that's the entertainment that I want to see. Yeah, I'm here for that. I'm watching it from the outside in anyway. It doesn't affect me. Exactly. No, not at all. Uh, So other... Wide receiver Duke Williams on the Bills is dealing with a hamstring injury. He may or may not play. Paris may return for the Colts this week. Didi, same injury yeah, as last pop, week. Was that the same injury, same injury as last okay. week? He didn't practice at all last week, played and played Fair. well. I'd yeah, expect him to really play well. against the Jets. No was, uh, CJ Mosley in that game either. You might go on IR for the Jets. The Jets now are actively looking to trade everybody. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, Sterling Shepard has been ruled out for the Giants as well. Sammy Watkins, we mentioned in Pat Mahomes out sproles jason peters and deshaun jackson all out for the eagles i'll be at that game oh you're going yeah Oh, yes, yeah it is very close with drew oh fun it's gonna be you're the going worst. with the bills fan yeah it's gonna be the worst he's don't gonna, get power bombs from a flaming go. table
2: yeah it's it's gonna be interesting two point game. everything is gonna be interesting i, about I, that game. I
1: ended up picking the bills we all know Me Paul too. behind the camera is a bills fan but i've had this rule all year i have yet to get a bills game wrong against the spread because every time it's been three or less on just either side, I pick the Bills. Anytime time it's more than that, you pick if the there. Bills are favored by more than three points, just pick against them.
2: Yeah, I was on Miami last week too. You know, they started off slow, um, you know.
1: Their offense just isn't very good. That's the
2: thing, like, and, and I've said this to Drew about their offense. Yeah, they move the ball, but they they haven't scored any points. And, and as much as we like Josh Allen, I know we both do. I mean, what, seven touchdowns, seven interceptions, a couple fumbles. I think he's fumbled five times, lost two of he's them. He's like
1: Jameis. He's a good fantasy player. Like, yeah. people get it conflated between being a good fantasy player and being a good real-life player. I did say this on the picture, and I'll say it to you, and I want to get your take on it. Of all the teams in the AFC, I don't think that the Bills like, can really make a lasting impact in the playoffs. I think someone like the Chiefs beat them by like 60. But I do think that they're the one team that gives the Patriots the most problems.
2: They do. They have given them a lot of problems lately. There's been a track record of that, especially in Buffalo. That it's, game it's obviously won't rush. be in Buffalo. But yeah, it is the pass rush. It's McDermott going back even before his days in Buffalo. Um, having some success against Tom Brady before. So yeah, that's, that's a matchup that New England doesn't want guaranteed they it's don't the, want it's that. really
1: the one team like you look at it be like ah well like are the bills gonna beat the texans well right. maybe but the texans probably beat them did they beat the colts ah, the colts probably beat them yeah but against the patriots i mean the patriots probably beat. sure
2: but it's not a blow
1: but they just make brady look so badly that's kind of the reason i i, I took the browns plus 13 and a half i did week. too i think the browns can almost use, like if the browns are smart which they aren't yeah so maybe that's a terrible idea Fre- Freddie's probably getting some the-
2: guys back on defense that you mentioned. Though. That's what
1: I'm saying. You're getting your secondary back. Your two best players in your secondary. You already have a fearsome pass rush and yeah. the Patriots offensive line is dog shit. Yeah. And it- people don't seem to realize that.
2: And I'm not sold on the offense at all. I mean, we have, they haven't been tested yet and, and Brady hasn't looked all that good. He, he ran a couple in that one game that he really struggled. I thought against the giants, the giants got some pressure on him. So you're absolutely right. I mean, the Browns are going to be able to dial up pressure and, there's some question marks with their offense right now Muhammad Sanu is not going to be totally involved in this game yeah,
1: wh- okay wh- what do you make of the two trade guys Josh Gordon cut Muhammad Sanu playing does this just open up Nikhil Harry as someone you do want to pick up now because I didn't think that you wanted him at all but he's active to return I believe next week
2: yeah next week he is not really I'm not interested in him in a redraft league I think it just gets messy the one guy is, is Julian Edelman Dorsett's not going to go anywhere he seems to find the end zone almost every game actually that he plays with Brady and then Josh Gordon is obviously not involved anymore it'll be interesting to see what they do with a lot of these. These guys like Edelman. We know how good he is in the slot. Mohamed Sanu, also Jacoby Myers yeah. playing in the slot lately and being well. Play everyone. In all the all slot. of the running backs, you know, that sometimes go into the slot as well. So, would you
1: play Sanu this week? No, neither would I. I wouldn't play Sanu this week. Would you play Dorsett or Sanu this week? I would play Dorsett. I would play Dorsett. What about Sanders going to San Francisco?
2: I I like the move. I think it's exactly what San Fran needed to do. But I don't see a huge upgrade in terms of targets and, and catches. Like what he he averaged, like six ta- targets, five just under five catches. Yeah, there's I, still going to be a run heavy team. I, I
1: think for a fantasy situation, it's probably. An equal-to-worst situation. Yeah, now, absolutely. you have a more capable quarterback, but yeah. you're also a team that's going to be winning a lot more and probably doesn't have to throw as exactly. much. Yeah. But you're still the well. number two option. Sutton was the number one option. Denver Kittle is the Kittle. number one option. Yeah,
2: it's exactly what they needed, though. They needed oh, somebody else. So it was a great trade for them. It's a great real-life move. For sure. Actually, wise. both probably trades are really good real-life moves. But, I mean, Sanu just played – he was playing for Matt Ryan, who had thrown the ball more than anybody in the league. Right? What does it
1: do to – the offense let's presume right now matt ryan returned to practice on friday it looks like he's going to give it a shot to play so let's yeah. pretend like he plays for a second yeah obviously you play julio obviously you play ridley no sanu there is that more hooper is that more gage is it more justin hardy like
2: might be more hardy but i'm not totally do you have any interested. interest in those guys no and, and it's hard to imagine more Hooper because this guy's been getting the football a ton. So, I mean, even better. Ridley, obviously, is the big, significant upgrade. Anytime there's going to be a top corner like Jalen Ramsey last week on Julio. Julio's still fine. But anytime that there is a top corner, I know that they, they haven't played the Saints yet. They got the Saints coming up like Lattimore. Like, that's going to be probably some pretty good games for Ridley. What if Schaub plays?
1: You know what? Shab I to bring him up. I don't know. I, I wouldn't play Shab, but forty seven hundred dollars, we've done crazier things before. I mean Derek Carr is only like fifty one hundred.
2: I guess. <laughs> sure. There's yeah, spend the extra four hundred yeah. to get him. Yeah. But I wouldn't be surprised. It's almost like Matt Moore. Like the defense is so bad. I don't think he can have that kind of game as more than the play calling is brutal in Atlanta as well. But it's it's possible with guys like Hooper and Ridley and you know Julio that it is but he has a two touchdown game uh,
1: sure but that's not doing it for me like that's a cash game move that's not a gpp yeah even with the money that you save you can save money elsewhere and try to get higher upside than that i'm just thinking for like julio ridley and season long Like, I don't know if I would want to play Ridley in season long if Shop starts. You're playing Julio because he's Julio. You play Julio because he's Julio. you're playing Hooper because he's Hooper. And every tight end is hurt. Yeah. But
2: it may be a situation where, like, yeah, you play Julio because you play Julio because he's he's Julio. But, I mean, it's the same thing I'm saying, what, to Juju Smith-Schuster owners. Like, brutal. That sucks. Like, yeah, we're playing Juju because he's Juju. But he had one catch for seven yards the last time we saw him. Awesome.
1: At least Julio.
2: Yeah, Julio is much. He's it's better. A different, yeah, it's it's much better. But the quarterback play is still going to be pretty poor. I actually, if if I like Seattle's, D I if think Cooper is interesting this week. Either way, yeah, either way, probably maybe even more so without Ryan. He's projected to be the highest. owned tight never mind then. Don't but, want. I don't but if Shabb starts, if yeah.
1: starts, that might change. It probably will change. Uh, other guys, Jacob's probably going to play Kamara. I don't think Kamara plays. I don't think he plays either. Like, I
2: have him out in my rankings. Yeah, I have him out too. I, again, I don't know why they play him, but you you were right when I brought it up earlier. Like, If they do play him... They have a bye next week.
1: I know, what like, are you He doing? has a high ankle sprain. It's a three to six week injury. He's been out a week. Just let the guy What's fucking the sit point? against the Cardinals. Yeah. What? Play Latavius Murray, get your bye. It's the same thing as Breeze. Like, yeah, I know. And Breeze going
2: to have something on his thumb too. He's if Breeze play plays
1: that. in this game, you have to think he's 100%. You have to.
2: Yeah, you have to. Because why? Yeah. If again, you're playing the Cardinals, you're you're now. I think it's that that line has moved to 11 10 oh, and a half, 11 <laughs> There you go. I mean, it's moving up even more. So I wouldn't bet the Cardinal, or
1: wouldn't bet the Saints minus twelve. I just wouldn't bet the
2: game. I'm not betting the game either. I'm off of it. Uh, I originally liked them at nine and a half, but it's it's going up, and there's just too many variables in that game. Don't know what's
1: going if on. If Kamara now. plays, do you play him? Do you have to?
2: I don't think you have to.
1: You, like what if you was, may not have better options. What if it was like David Montgomery or Elvin Kamara? I'd play Kamara. I would, yeah,
2: I'd play Kamara. You can't trust David Montgomery right yeah. now. I don't even know if he's crap. I don't think he's bad. But, man, the second time he touched the football last week was in the third quarter, and then he fumbled. <laughs> Matt Nagy, the Bears have been around for a long time, Pat. A long time. And they just had a franchise-low seven rushing attempts last week. And two of them were from Cordero Patterson and Anthony Miller.
1: Well... Patterson was good. Anthony Miller's sneaky this week. By the way, they're they're using him more in this offense, and the Chargers, chargers good against wide receiver ones, bad against tight ends and wide receiver twos. If
2: this is a tie, the curse is completely real. Oh, I wonder what the. Imagine if that was a tie this week. Imagine a zero
1: zero tie.
2: (laughs) It's just, again, Nagy. Some people think that Nagy is doing this because Trubisky's not his guy. He wants to show the front office that he's... No one does that. But, I mean, that's what I was going to say. Like, who would do that? Because you want to win. You just you made the playoffs last year. You hosted a playoff game. You want to win. But at the same time, Trubisky is 1-8 when he throws the ball 35 times. So maybe you just don't have him throw the
1: ball so much. Maybe you just run the football. What well, Howard got so much use last year. What happened to, like, moving the pocket and having Mitch roll out? Like, he looked better at least... Competent. He doing can't that. Even
2: throw to the left side of the field. He can't. He can't throw to the left. people. You ask people out in Chicago, they haven't seen it. <laughs> it's it's so bad. In hindsight, it looks so pathetic that they traded up for this guy. Say what you want, that Mahomes came out of nowhere, but Watson was available. He was on the big stage two years in a row in, in college. What are they? What are they doing? And if he's a member next year, it's just going to hurt the organization. They need to look in the mirror and be like, we fucked up. We need to
1: sign Andy Dalton. <laughs> sure. Whatever. Oh, Dalton would Foles. be, per- Dalton would be Anybody, perfect man. for like, one of these like, good defense teams. Dalton's a pretty decent quarterback. They also, the Bears sneakily have one of the worst offensive lines of football. They, they do. They do. After missing zero man game. Like, maybe, one, maybe that has something to do with it. One of the big things that we talked about on the NFC like preview show was like not only did Chicago have one of the easiest schedules in the league last year, they got so lucky with help. No one got
2: they hurt. Nobody got hurt. That's why we talked about their defense. We said that at the start of the year. Yeah. Every, the defense was great, showed up don't draft them early this year they they went through last year with no injuries and now this year they're just you know they're just a really mediocre defense they're they're, just okay. they're good like they, yeah, they can fine. show up
1: they're above average but they're not the best no they're not the best defense is hard to sustain depends so like at least with offense you know you lose a receiver you can plug someone in you lose a running back you can plug someone in you lose your quarterback, your offense yeah. is fucked yeah like you lose a left tackle maybe you can patch it up that's a more important injury and on the defense you lose like your defensive tackle, the guy who stops, the one guy who stops the run for you. Yeah. It affects all three levels of the defense. And that's what we're seeing so far
2: this year. It doesn't make any sense, though, man. Like, Cohen gets nine catches for 18 yards. How is that even
1: possible? I don't know. <laughs> it's great. It's so bad. It, it's really funny. Like, everyone talked about, not everyone, obviously, just people talked about. It. Pe- people, the say, people. people say, the people say, people say, people. Trubisky was going to be like, oh, he took such an incremental step forward last year, and it's going to happen again this year. It's just really funny to hear the people who like shit on the bills coming into the year be like, "Oh, well, Josh Allen will never be better than he was last year." It's like, what if he just gets like marginally better? And he has been. He has been, he's been pretty accurate on the deep balls too. He, no, un- inaccurate. Inaccurate on the deep, accurate ball. on the deep balls. Yeah. I think. Accurate on shorter passes. Inaccurate on deep. He misses. Well, he legit misses he's, five guys. He's been a game. more
2: inaccurate this year on the deep balls than last year, though, right? I mean, last year he was just taking shots down the field with nobody. At
1: least he's hooked up with John Brown a couple times. No, he, he's had like one deep pass that's been caught. He like interesting. He over like. Someone who is wide open, sixty yards down the field every game for the and Bills. He Allen it. takes a shot because he throws it eighty yards. Yeah,
2: he can throw it, man. But
1: getting Beasley and getting John Brown and those type yeah, of guys it's helped out the offense. Paul, can you guys help me with one thing? I want to do, because, yeah. like, I, no, no offense to Meany. It's my my team versus Meany's this week, so <laughs> no offense to Meany, but his secondary can't cover anybody. So Nobody. I want to do a Josh Allen, Beasley, and Brown stack. I just don't know who to bring it back with. Al, because I think no it's going to be it's super underowned, and I've watched that Eagles team just give up big plays. I wouldn't do it this week. I, I'm I, doing it. I, I know, just, but uh, it's not whether you're going to do it. Yeah, I, I'm going to do this on DraftKings because I'm crazy <laughs> and I'm a homer. Who yeah. do I bring it back with though? That's that's my question. Yeah, I, now, I think Alshon's going to
2: get shut down. They don't have Deshaun Jackson this week, you know, and and Matt Molino is going to play. He's their best middle linebacker in terms of coverage. You saw last week actually the the most yards they gave up all year last week without him in the lineup. And, and Gusecki sucks, but he he had a season yeah, high Yeah, bring it back with Ertz. That's what I was going to say. That's where I was going. If you're going to bring it back with anybody, and i tell you what, everybody's completely out on Zach Ertz. And, and they, I think if you polled people who would you rather play Ertz or Goddard, I think Goddard would come away well, the answer with a nice. higher percentage. So I, I think the answer is Ertz, but I'm in agreement with Pat, and I'm surprised. That total, I mean, it opened up at 41.5, and it jumped up to 43. It's supposed to rain in Buffalo this weekend. I expect it to be a sloppy, low-scoring football game. I'm thinking like 14-13, 17-13 something like that yeah
1: i don't want to bet the spread but i would bet that total but brown
2: to allen is something that i'd want to get involved in
1: it's gonna happen i I feel like josh allen's just one of those quarterbacks that you can just play by himself
2: yeah for sure i mean because he'll number because yeah
1: optimally what you want him to do is just rush the ball every time he's inside the five yeah it'd be interesting to see
2: how they do against him because i mean if they're gonna hand it off to gore 20 times he's gonna end up with 44 yards (laughs) and that's what that game could be like
1: with the rain yeah uh darius slay out for the lions mike daniels is he just pissed Darius Slay, you see his tweet no. when they traded Diggs? Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Quandry. I don't know if he's going to play for the Seahawks or not. Slay is out, and Mike Daniels is out. Giants could cover this game. I think, And I think it's starting it's, to move in down. their direction. Yeah. yeah, it's now plus six.
2: I, I originally liked them when it was seven.
1: I like the Lions. but I think the Lions still beat them. I, th- I think the, the Giants Lions still are beat them, bad. too. The Giants are bad. But this is good news for... They, uh, still, you're going to have snacks in a revenge run-stopping situation yeah. against Barkley. But no, Daniels should open up some stuff for Barkley.
2: Golden Tate revenge.
1: Oh, yeah. Forgot about that. Yeah,
2: interesting. He's been pretty decent. He has No, Shepard. He's getting a lot of looks, a lot of targets. Maybe he's... Maybe that's something to keep an eye on going forward. This just been one game where him and Evan Ingram have played together, but Ingram, you know, obviously wasn't a factor last week. It was a lot of Tate. Jalen Samuels thought
1: he was going to be out like a month. Or he's like practicing and he might play Monday night. Interesting.
2: I mean, and, and people in deep leagues, I'm not talking about DFS, but people in deep leagues, that is the Monday night game. Yeah. Uh, people in deep leagues, I think maybe they can get, that's what they're going to do with, you know, Pittsburgh's offense. It's two weeks ago, maybe three weeks ago now, it was him and Connor. Then the last time we saw them, it was him and Snell Connor and Snell yeah. they both i think combined for you know 25 plus touches it's it, they're going to probably just keep things very simple for Mason Rudolph run the football yeah Hopefully Rudolph back killed. James Washington back yeah
1: it just seems like a lot of
2: Connor in this game are you on Miami no the public like 78% i like i, I like the steelers here yeah it was 17 it's like it's 14 14 and a half now Miami sucks. People
1: forget, like, the Bills' D is good, but the Steelers' pass rush, and especially since they've got Minka Fitzpatrick from Miami, has been revenge. really, really good.
2: Yeah, it has been really good. A lot of people question them. I think it's, yeah, they're probably going to give up a, an early pick to, Miami's going to get an early pick out of that, but, you know, he's a, he's a decent player. He's good for their defense.
1: Yeah, I mean, and said, if there's one game he wants to win this year, it's this game. Sure. Because you hurt Pittsburgh's draft stock, and you, then you don't go 0-16.
2: Yeah, fair. It's probably, looking at it, it's definitely probably going to be a top 10 pick.
1: Yeah, they, but the AFC is so shitty. It is really shitty. That you could be mediocre and get yourself to seven wins.
2: It's so crazy. There's so many teams in the NFC that are just going to, it's, it's going to be nuts who gets in. Who Who's it going to be? There's two divisions that could, you know, with, with Seattle and LA and San Fran, and then the other side with Green Bay. And I know Detroit's kind of lately, but Minnesota in there too. Tough conference.
1: Desmond Trufant has been ruled out with it toe is going to get crushed i think yeah i think they're just going to get absolutely crushed like, like I 30 I to 9 oh so you like the rams <laughs> uh, i like the rams for sure if you go to fansharesports.com and use the promo code pme you get yourself a discount and you can find all of the ownership percentages this week here are the f- highest four one at each position all right although uh, <coughs> you I think you already told me a Stafford is number two uh, watson watson and wilson come in but it's all really flat like it's no one more than like 12% kind of thing so pick mm-hmm. whoever you want yep running back ty johnson like overwhelmingly the most popular play of the week yeah
2: it it's been like I feel like it's been like that every week when there's a hot waiver wire pickup when somebody goes down. It was Barkley, Gallman, High owns now this. And Gallman week, paid off. Gallman paid off, and I think Ty Johnson will as well. I don't think people should be completely afraid of chalk here.
1: The move that you can do to get away from the forty nine hundred dollar chalk is if Kamara sits, just use Murray or yeah. use Edmonds if David Johnson doesn't play. Just do that kind of thing where you yeah. have guys in similar roles. But he is the one running back. Like he's the cheapest running back I'd want to use this week.
2: Me too. Yeah. Uh, He's going to be ball through there. He's going to catch a few balls.
1: DeAndre Hopkins, the highest-owned wide receiver. No shocker. The other popular ones, uh, Michael Thomas, DJ Metcalf, Cortland Sutton. Austin Hooper, the highest-owned. But we'll see. That's, this is also really flat. Then you have Waller, Ingram, and Ertz, actually, is the next one. Ertz corner. is up there. But that's not factoring in all these Friday injuries. That right. now Breit is available. Jonu Smith is available. Josh Hill is available. A lot of interesting options at tight end to spend yeah, down on. I, I doubt anyone cracks... 10%, maybe 12% at tight end. Yeah. So the only real, like the wide receivers are super chalky. The two expensive guys, Hopkins, Thomas, Ty Johnson at running back. Then it's like Carson and Kamara if he plays in Fournette. So it's a very interesting week.
2: Yeah, it is. I think I'm going f- I to, th- it's so risky to fade a quarterback against Atlanta. It really is. Cause it only takes one or two. Hey,
1: I tried golf last week. It kind of worked out.
2: Hey, I played golf last week. I, I was in on golf. You know, Russell's going to be fine if you're a cash game player. I think, you know, there'll be a little bit of safety there. But it could potentially be the Carson show. Like, he could get 25 carries, catch a couple balls, lean on him, and they're in the red zone. They could just, you know, hand it off to him. It's, it's very interesting. But, yeah, tight end, not going to
1: spend up, I don't think. I think I'm going to spend down with some of these guys. I would use Waller if I was going to spend up. Yeah. I know I know. Tyrell Williams is back, but I just like, Waller's yeah, so good, yeah, he is every really good. and he's undervalued. He's 5,900 bucks. He is still undervalued.
2: It's such a monster game last week, too, with one of the touchdowns being called back. It could have been even better. Hey, he's awesome. He's just really good. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah that that market fair. share is out of control. Yeah, it is. So you have Tyrell Williams back. You have Zay Jones back. I don't think it's going to hurt him all that much. No, I don't think.
2: If anything, it may help him, you know, maybe, yeah, maybe I, a little bit more efficient.
1: I did that show with uh, Smiz this week where we draft teams against each other, I used my first two picks on Deshaun Watson and DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, oh, yeah, nice. But I, I brought it back. I used Kenny Stills in that lineup, and I brought it back with Waller. I was like, "That that's going to be my game stack. And I'm going, I also managed to squeeze Christian McCaffrey in. Nice. I like that lineup.
2: Yeah, that's a good one. Probably a lot of points scored. Yeah, for sure.
1: What are the highest total games of the week? That's
2: here? that's one of them.
1: That, I think believe that's it by a bunch, actually.
2: Yeah, and then um, D, I think Detroit and the Giants are floating around 50, 49 and a half, I believe. Let's see here.
1: I just want to see what they like, the update. Do you like the Raptors or Celtics tonight?